Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app titled Our Modern Warfare. Now, this is part one. There is a part two that we look forward to doing later. It depends on how much we like it, but we are expecting it's going to be good. Uh, There's a link to this uh, in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and then Tori's going to pick up the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is John chapter 10, verse 10, and it says this. The thief's purpose is to steal and to kill and to destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. The devotional is titled, Our Enemy and the Beginning of the War. And it says this, It would be impossible to win a battle against an enemy you had zero intel on. Our military would never want to be caught off guard by an enemy they were not prepared for. We must look at spiritual warfare the same way. We need to know who we are fighting against in order to be successful defensively and offensively. Since Genesis 3, Satan has been repeating many of the same assaults. The Bible provides all the information we need to know about our enemy. Nothing more, nothing less. We urge you not to stray from the Bible should you study spiritual warfare further. Ezekiel 28 gives us a glimpse of who Satan was before his opening scene in Genesis 3. Our enemy, Lucifer, was a guardian cherub, and he was God's personal protector. He used his wings to cover God on his throne. He was the pinnacle of God's created beings. No angel could hold a candle to Lucifer. He outranked them in every aspect. Lucifer used his wisdom to be influential and very manipulative. How else could he have convinced one-third of the angelic army, millions to billions of angels, to rebel against the God of heaven's armies and worship him instead? It is very possible that up until this rebellion, heaven had never seen God flex his mighty muscles. Lucifer craved worship so severely that he was willing to risk everything for the hope of God bowing down to him. Lucifer's pride led to a full-blown rebellion in heaven. God ended the rebellion by kicking Lucifer and his followers out of heaven, resulting in the war. He has declared war on mankind, and no one is exempt from his hatred. His primary objective is to steal, kill, and destroy. But because of Jesus, we don't have to live in fear of our enemy. Yeah, I can already tell I'm going to be super excited about this plan. Mm -hmm. If you all want to read further on the scriptures that talk about like Lucifer and like more about that, you can read Ezekiel chapter 28 verses 12 through 19. Mm -hmm. Then also Revelation chapter 12 verses 7 through 17. There's a lot more there and they're attached to this devotional plan. But one of the, I guess as we start off, I think it's important for us just to recognize what that scripture was saying, which is literally it's the thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. But God has come to give us life and have life to the fullest. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's so important for us to realize that we are at war. I know a lot of you may know this and may recognize it, but let's like re-embrace that fact. Because if you were living in a war zone right now, you would be living your life a little differently. Mm -hmm. 
the way that you would plan your meals, the way that you'd plan safety in terms of transportation, the way that you would live your life would be so different than how free a lot of us feel right now in our life where Tori and I can literally just say, oh, do you want to go get tacos? And we can up and go. But if there was a physical war happening in our community right now, Mm -hmm. it would not be so simple. Well, that scripture points out that the enemy is after us. Like, let's not pretend that it's not happening. The enemy is after to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So if we are at it, if there's a spiritual war being waged for our souls right now, are we living like that? Are we putting on the armor of God like that? Mm -hmm. Are we pursuing the fruit of the spirit in order to help us live a life that we we can encourage other people in the peace that comes from Christ and the fullness of life that he offers us? Are we living at that? Or are we just living in just the physical world, Mm -hmm. trying to pursue our own goals and our own dreams and just try to create our own little baby kingdoms here which by the way i think we all can fall victim into that i think one of the most brilliant things that the enemy done has done is to deny his existence Mm -hmm. where it's like he's not leading some spiritual war against us and there is a modern warfare happening right now and i mean tori knows this better than almost anyone especially her favorite movie that talks about this war room (laughs) i feel like what i was actually going to mention was no one goes into a war without a strategy and i think it's so important for us as believers to have a strategy on a day-to-day basis to fight the enemy and And also recognize that we fight from victory, not for it. So as we are preparing for war, as we are putting a strategy in place, we're not doing it from fear that we're going to lose. We're doing it just out of preparation because we know that it exists. We know that the enemy is after our relationships. We know that the enemy is after our identity. We know that the enemy is after our joy. And so all of these things, when it talks about the fullness of life that Christ has for us, think about the fruits of the spirit. Think about walking in joy. Think about walking in healthy relationships. Think about walking in the confidence of knowing who you are in Christ and the power that flows from that kind of life. Every single aspect of that life, that is what the enemy is after. That is what he wants to steal. He doesn't want you to know who you are in Christ. That Amen. That's a threat to him. Yep. He doesn't want you walking around with joy and a peace that surpasses all understanding that's not dictated by your circumstances. No, because then the circumstances that he's like, literally throwing at you aren't going to phase you because you know truth. And so you guys, we cannot fight him if we do not have a plan. If we do not have the word of God written on our hearts to fight back because the Mm -hmm. word of God is our offensive weapon against the enemy. It is our sword of the spirit. And so as the enemy attacks your identity, as the enemy attacks your joy, what do you do? You replace that thought that the enemy has put in your head with the truth of God's word. And how do you win the battle faster? By closing the gap and not allowing those thoughts to linger. As soon as they come into your head, you say, you know what? I know God so well that I know that thought is not from heaven. I know that Mm. thought is not from God. What does God say about me? What does God have for me? And if it is anything other than what God has said, then you know that it does not belong in your mind. And so you need to take that thought captive and make it what? 
obedient Mm -hmm. to Christ. And so that is how we wage war against the enemy. And guess what, y'all? We can do it with confidence because we know that God is more powerful than the enemy. He roams around like a roaring lion. But guess what? He's all talk. Mm. He, he has no actual power against you because you fight with the power, the authority of Christ. And so walk in that confidence, knowing that it is not your power that will defeat him, but it is God's power that fights for you and through you. And he will always, always win. Amen to that. I love that scripture says, resist the devil and he will flee. He has to. But, but like... Not only does he have to, but we have to resist. Yes, it's there's true. an there's an action, action there, yeah. and we can't just think that we can just meander throughout our life, pretending that this stuff doesn't exist. Like, yeah. no, we need to actively resist. And yeah. if you're if you're okay with it, I, I will read a few more scriptures before Tori prays us on out. Yeah. I'm going to cherry pick just a little bit from Revelation chapter 12. Mm-hmm. It starts with verse seven. It says, "Then there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels, mm-hmm. and the dragon lost the battle." That's what Tori's already sharing. The enemy's already lost. So we're operating from victory. But that doesn't mean that there's not a war happening right now. Mm -hmm. This great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's the great deceiver. He's the accuser. He's trying to lead you into lies, trying to lead us into lies. And every part of our life regarding our identity. Regarding our relationships, regarding every part of our life, he's trying to feed lies to us. Mm -hmm. But here's the verse I really want to hone in on. Verse 12. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who live in the heavens rejoice. And that's about him being defeated. But terror will come on the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you in great anger, knowing he has little time. Yeah. Again, this is scripture saying that the, that the enemy came down to heaven knowing he has little time and he's angry and he's looking to cause issues. And so let's not pretend this stuff doesn't exist yeah. and let's be on it and let's yeah. do it confidently, not out of fear. Yeah. Let's do it confidently to, to be defensive in our faith and to be yeah. offensive with our yeah. attacks. And yeah. yeah. So good. Want to praise it out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this reminder that you are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. God, that you, you reign over heaven's armies, God, the angelic armies, Father, under your control. And we get to serve you and we get to look forward to heaven with you. So, Father, I pray right now that we would lay down all pride, Father, because it says that you oppose the proud but exalt the humble. And as we look at what happened with Satan and how his pride rose up and how you had to strike him out of heaven, Father, we do not want to be here on earth with pride inside of us, Father. So help us lay down our pride. Help us pick up your cross, Father, and help us wage war with you against the enemy so that we can walk confidently, knowing that we fight from victory. We know whose we are. We know that our identity is in you. We have a peace that surpasses all understanding. We have a joy that makes no sense. Father, we have none of this without you. So we thank you for who you are. We thank you for fighting battles in the unseen world. We don't even know, Father, how much you have saved us from because you always fight on our behalf. Father, so we thank you for who you are. 
We thank you that we have heaven to look forward to. And we pray that you would equip us for the battles that we face here on earth in our day-to-day lives. We love you and we pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's Amen. go. We got fired up. Let's go. I love talking Amen. spiritual warfare. I love it. Amen, y'all. But now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes. And y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Hasta luego.